Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Cast Five Podcast. My name is Fives. I'm joined today by Rohan, Theo, and Daniel. Hey, guys. Young lad in the corner. Yes, yes. This time I, 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 I tried not to use the moniker this time around, but I was like, you know what? Let's see if anyone anyone catches it. And Rohan's yeah. on the ball. Oh, man, you got the young lad in the corner, bro. <laughs> How is everyone doing, guys? What's going on? How how's uh, how's the gaming life been going? How's you know the general life itself? What you guys been up to? Well, well, I've been doing some podcasting. Well, podcasting, yes, right now, but also some streaming. <laughs> some Tiny Tina's Wonderland released uh, on the twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Was, was there early access? I didn't. Uh, I didn't get that early access. I'm not a big ass streamer, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll get that privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we need to. We need to get our streaming weight up. But uh, so far, it's been really, really fun. Um, Correction: You need to get your streaming weight up because we okay, have been streaming right, a lot. Come down, come down. Yeah, that's like literally my third stream I did, but like. Um, we were doing Demon Souls before, but you guys been doing a lot of um, Final Fantasy and whatnot. Check us out, uh, Pokemon too. Cast Five, Pokemon Yu Gi Oh, at uh, Among Us, Among Us, <laughs> cast, cast underscore five at Twitch. But um, yeah, Tiny Things Wonderland, it's really fun. Oh my gosh, such a cool game. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk more about it in, uh, in great detail because I do want to uh, get a little bit of a breakdown and a preview from you about what, is it living well, up to your dream or so not? Far, what I've been doing so far, like because I haven't gotten too into it, because I want to do most of my actual gaming, uh, uh, my playthrough on stream. So I haven't gotten too far. I've gotten to the overworld uh, off of stream because some technical technical skills have to like uh, get uh, hashed out. But I believe I have, and uh, next time I'm gonna. We're gonna see how how much further I can actually get. Trying to push past more over over an hour next time. So mm-hmm. of streaming, so should be fun. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. What about you guys? What you guys been up to? Messed around on some Final Fantasy. Been able to uh, try out a new class and play around with a healer. Nice. Fiona doesn't want to heal anymore. <laughs> Damn you do it when I'm already like done with the game. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you were supposed to save me earlier. Now what there's nothing left for you to save. My soul is already yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except, I, except for like millions of other players that are also playing the game, I'm sure you can save them. <laughs> but <laughs> but how are you liking the game? They don't matter. It's That's it's different. Mm. It's very different. I've decided not to do like one of the higher ones, like Sage, and just start from the beginning and do Conjurer and then into White Mage. And I've enjoyed it. I've only let the tank die twice. The first time is because we, uh, it was one of the lower level dungeons, like Satasha or something, but it was all, everyone was all level synced. So it was all experienced players. So they weren't going like real careful. Like we were just doing massive pulls. And I just, I wasn't healing in time. Trial by fire. I bro. saw his health dropping and I was like, I was trying to heal on the DPS. And I looked at the tank and realized it was going, I was like, oh no. By the time I 
even managed to do anything, he died. But I saved it. I managed to heal the group and then revive him and then heal the group again, and we all survived. So it wasn't too bad. It was just a little blip. Just a little blip. And then the second time, I just got so excited, pretending like doing DPS stuff, throwing the stones and arrow attacks, and then I, I forgot to heal. I got, I was all like, attack, 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 and I was like, oh crap, yeah, I got to heal. And so yeah, I let the tank die that time. But you're learning yeah. the fear ways now. But how... I don't let the tank I... die. I just let all the DPSs die. <laughs> yeah, I may have let the tank die, but we haven't wiped yet. I've always managed to bring it back. No, it's not too bad. Like, but how is it though? Like, I remember this is like, uh, especially being a DPS, like struggling to find uh, parties and groups, right? Doing dungeons. Oh Here, yeah, J- jumping on duty finder is like an instant <laughs> healer. Just yeah. Party. I mean, I'm still I'm doing the leveling ones, so it's all under level fifty. But it's like the moment you hit register, it's like bing. I was like, okay, <laughs> no waiting for twenty minutes or half an hour as a TPS like. But I've enjoyed it. When I'm at level, level 30. Healer, you better be ready to enter once you hit the queue. Mm. Yeah. I'm level 35 white mage now. So it's not too bad. So I'm enjoying it. Try to just try something new. Regen. Yes, I think yeah. Regen. yeah, I just got that now. Yeah. So once I get to level 50, I'll be able to do some decent dungeons with you guys. But apart from that, just uh, messing around on the new uh, GTA. I got it for the the discounted price. Was it like fourteen dollars or something? It's only that price is only until I think June, if I remember correctly. It's not a permanent price. It's for like the first few months of if you have the game already, you can get it upgraded for like fifteen Canadian. It's okay. Like yes, visually it looks good, but it still shows his age compared to other newer games. I think like, they're still making money off of that, man. How old are oh, yeah. well, they upgraded everything? The 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 multiplayer as well. It's a standalone game now if you just want to have just that game and nothing else. But I was a little annoyed they didn't do any kind of DLC or anything for the story. Like or even just upgrade oh, so like, the things that were wrong with the story. Like they've polished the graphics, but like there's still odd things where it's like, okay, you could have changed that or you could have changed this, but no, and then they have to expend money. It's just like, come on. Just... <laughs> it usually <laughs> doesn't good. the effort, I guess. Yeah. Like, there's the ray tracing and stuff there. in it now, and, like, that looks pretty good, but... Yeah, when you compare it to something like Death Stranding or Horizon or you know, more of, like, the next-gen games that are out now, it, it's still not as good. It looks good, but it only looks good because they polished what looked good Tef. Eight years ago. But, yeah, I haven't decided if I want to go through the entire story again. I managed to just port my save over, so I did that little... It's not, not so much of a cheat, but how you like kind of abuse the, the in-game stock market on single-player. And so every character has, a, like, $10 billion, and I just bought every property and every vehicle so I can just mess around and do whatever I want. But that's just on the single-player. I don't really, I'm, I'm terrible at online. The moment you jump on online, you have a 12-year-old just jumping into your ward and killing you. And it's like, you're trying to, like, do stuff. But the fact that there's people online anyways, like... Oh, yeah, it's still like, going strong. Just, but that's the moneymaker, so they're not chopping that anytime. It's ridiculous, man. These guys can... 
how easy it is. Even with uh, Call of Duty, Warzone came out three games ago now, and that's still going strong. That's going to be that main thing now. You've had Cold War, that another one they just did, and then the one that Modern Warfare, yeah, where Warzone came out. But what? Multiplayer is where the money is now. Yeah, Vanguard now. A lot Vanguard, of uh, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the studios now are looking into live uh, uh, live service games. So kind of like what majority of the games have been, right? So you can you can play together with friends and so forth, and they it's a platform. So you upgrade it as time goes on. I know a lot of the. Um, a lot of the fighting games already went that way a while ago. Street talking about Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, all these other ones, right? Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it, now a lot of the I other think studios. Those are mostly though. Um, those are mostly character editions rather mm-hmm. than. With uh, season packs, right? Uh, yeah. So, but it's still of one platform. You're no longer just like this is the game, and then you're releasing a new game afterwards, and every like two three years. No, they they they, they wait a four or five year gap before they end up releasing something. And same thing right now, like um, Haven Studio, that's uh, a Jade Raymond. She is the creator of Assassin's Creed. They recently joined the PlayStation family, and it's a live service game. Bungie has perfected that. Sony's acquisition for Bungie was also because of that. So a lot of a lot of these things, factions for Last of Us is still delayed. Um, that's yeah. supposed to be live act, um, live service as well. So and Final Fantasy fourteen, they're bringing offline elements in to make it sustainable as a live live service. So there's a lot of different different elements like that, right? That people just my microtransactions is the way to make money mm-hmm. now. So let's see. What well, about you? Not, I was actually like at first I hated um, the entire idea of a live service game because you know if it goes on offline then mm-hmm. like can't do it anymore, right? Mm. But after Final Fantasy fourteen and Genshin, I was like, you know what? I can ride this. Mm. <laughs> you yeah, can, yeah. If, if if it's a if it's the type of game that you're really into, right? Like you invest that much like like time into that you really really like like that. Like life service games can actually work, but no. And the thing is also that um, Final Fantasy fourteen and Genshin, like the way they handle the life service with the updates, mm-hmm. like you can really tell. Life service is what works for them. One hundred percent. Like they know how to make the updates. Like Final <laughs> Fantasy recently, every update, every um, expansion, it's just been getting better. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with Genshin. Like they get to learn from the mistakes and improve upon it. So at that point, it just feels like what's not to like about life service. Exactly right. Other than the going down. Yeah. Uh, the internet cannot be messed with <laughs> like at this point man like there's nothing that really works in terms of like entertainment like uh entertainment uh, uh providers Fine entertainment yeah live entertainment that or any t- anything entertainment really that works without internet bro the world pretty much shut down like completely without the fucking internet man <laughs> shit talking of a Final Fantasy, though. I carried on the story for Walker, and now I'm stuck at the next uh, single-player mission thing. Is that what I'm that? Oh, he's trying to recruit people to do it for him again. 
Is it the, hey, I need some help. Is it the one where uh, you are the soldier? Yes. Ah, okay. I haven't tried it on very easy yet, so try it on very easy. It's actually oh, it's, yeah. Rushing How many back. times have you tried? Just the once. This one? Yeah. Okay. Try, I was like, try it a couple of times. Yeah. You'll be you'll yeah. be fine. Okay. Yeah, that was the only one that I did on very easy. Yeah. <laughs> I nope the hell out of it. <laughs> All right, but that's the... with that said. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for joining me today. Uh, I have a f- tons of content that I want to discuss with you guys, and it's it's kind of funny because Tiny Tina's Wonderland's on it, Grand Theft Auto's on it. We're discussing some stuff for PlayStation, which is it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty impactful day. But for those of us joining us for the very first time, we are Cast Five. We uh, have a podcast that comes out on on a biweekly basis. We are currently reviewing. Um, w- bleach at the moment and we will be starting moonlight uh moon night sorry very very soon but we review discuss video games anime movies entertainment news or generally any topics that matters to us and hopefully they matter and resonate with you as well um as rohan mentioned before we also uh do tons of twitches on uh uh, tons of tons of streams on twitches That just completely internet connection. Exactly right. Wow. That just completely, completely butchered that. But yes, we also we also stream on twitch.tv forward slash cast underscore five and currently we are um streaming parts of endwalker demon souls among us tiny tina's wonderland Yu-Gi-Oh, and pokemon so uh hope we're gonna start elden ring very soon as well which is going to be next week so looking forward to that with that says let's discuss some of the topics that i have planned out for you guys today starting with Steam Deck. Do you guys know what Steam Deck is? Isn't that a handheld device from uh, Steam? Yes, it is the handheld device from Valve. It was recently released. Valve, yeah. um, And um, in February. And now it's uh, all all the drops have started happening. People have been actually getting their uh, Steam Deck. So we have a little bit more reviews that are out there and people are uh, testing it out to see if it actually works. When do you get yours? I'm not not interested whatsoever. (laughs) But with that said, so far the reviews are pretty lukewarm. Um, generally, Generally speaking, whenever big tech comes out, or any big hardware uh, that drops, like new consoles. I'm also going to link, uh, throw in there uh, Amazon service Luna and Google ster- service Stadia in there as well. But whenever these uh, services do ca- come down, if in case you're not really hitting it, hitting the mark right off the bat, chances are they're going to get discontinued. But with Steam Deck, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit different because it's also PC. So portable PC in the palm of your hands, you can run pretty much anything on it, including Game Pass. And right now, reviews, according to IGN, 7 out of 10. It does live up to its promise, but battery life falls hard. Is this something you guys would be interested in trying out? Is it handheld console 
to just run stream on and then people are abusing it to run anything on it or is it built specifically like the os to use game it Pass is and it is built else? as a pc okay that hmm. runs steam on it and now you can run so Pass run, like, only like, steam and game pass or can you use it to like run other things as it well, is like, a alone, like, pc Okay, so you just like directly install like uh, a standalone title like by itself. Yes, you don't have to use you don't have to use Steam to install it. Yes, it's a PC. Huh. You it's That's has cool. it has Steam OS on it, but you can install Windows on it and run it like a mm-hmm. PC. And what's the uh, price for it? So that's where it gets a little tricky because when you mm-hmm. look at the price point. Oh my god. <laughs> there is a premium when it comes to it. So hmm. the 64 gigabyte version is $400. The 256 gigabyte version is 529 and the 512 gigabyte version is 649. It just got console. I'm sorry. This Those is these, uh, US. This yeah. got console. <laughs> Okay, fine. If you could afford it, go for it. The novelty is there, and it could be cool maybe to run some niche titles that you particularly want to play on the go. But for the prices that you just... I just got inspired. Like, who are telling me those prices? I just got inspired. No, I'm not interested. Get a console. I'm good with my PS5 and my PC that I run my little titles like that I do and play, and I have, like, obviously Steam installed on it. With those prices, unless you're, like, you know, rolling it in it like that, no, it's just like it's too much of a novelty niche sort of thing with like people to that people have money to throw around. It's it's for them. It's like not for your average mm-hmm. Joe who just want to get their gaming in. No, no, it's, I'm I'm not interested at all. Strong words. Well, those prices, like, I mean, it's relatively cheaper than just buying a portable PC. Let's face it, most laptops for that price point aren't <laughs> going to be able to run a a decent yeah, game no. or run it well laptops at those price point would only have a onboard like one of those shitty intel graphics yeah. or whatever those like integrated graphics are getting way more powerful right and maybe on the pc um processors but definitely not on the laptop processors. i agree with you and if you're looking for like a portable pc to play games on like i don't know how those the microsoft tablets work Mm-hmm. With that kind of content, but like, they don't work well. Yeah, the yeah. price points on those are like at least a G. So eight hundred and nineteen dollars Canadian. If we're getting the five hundred and twelve gigabyte, obviously M two SSD, anti glare etch glass. You get a virtual keyboard theme, carrying case, community profile, things like that. Eight hundred nineteen dollars, and it is meant to run. Elden Ring. <laughs> so, yeah, for 20 minutes and then the battery dies. Yeah. That's... You can always plug it in, right? <laughs> but then you might as well use a PC. Okay, here's, here's the thing, though, right? The idea, okay, one thing I think about when it comes to portable devices is the fact that obviously they're portable, but also you. Okay, okay, a question I uh, posed to you guys, okay? Uh, when you're using your portable, like, gaming devices, right, would you rather have it last for longer or have it be really comfortable and really that much more portable, right, too, so it's not cumbersome 
as you're putting it around, like having your gaming in, whether you're on the train or you're sitting down somewhere, right? Do you prefer the portability or would you prefer battery life so you could game a little longer? So here's the thing. And theoretically speaking, when you're looking at uh, any of the bigger uh, devices themselves, like even if you're looking at iPads and stuff, right? If you're just running movies or playing video games, because they're obviously more yeah. uh, intensive when it comes to uh, battery life, you're getting six hours, generally speaking, like Nintendo Switch, mm. six hours until you have to plug into charge. So if if you're talking about on the train or you're talking about subway, things like that, where are you spending six hours on a daily okay. basis to go, right? Your, your, your ride's going to be about an hour, hour and a half before you turn around and you're like, okay, I need to plug it. I, I'm off the train. I can plug it in. I have a charger available. Yeah. And a lot of the subway, a lot of the trains, not subway, but like trains and stuff do give you the option of charging your devices same thing now the same thing is also happening when it comes to airplanes so they you can always charge it so you have your charger on it so having a higher uh battery life is a little bit of a moot point okay so you can always buy a battery pack if that's something really that you want to do a third party that plugs in and then you're good to go Okay, so battery life isn't all that necessary, right? It's it's not all that high ranking in terms of portable devices, right? No, like it's like okay, fine. Because most of the time you're just going to somewhere where you can just plug it in. Like if you're using it on your commute to work, you'll just plug it in at your desk or work anyway and then have a full battery when you go back home. So now let's say if you can't take your console with you, right? That that's the appeal of Xbox Series S. It's a smaller mm. console. You can take it with you. You can do all that stuff. It's meant for portability. But let's say if you did not have that option and you wanted to play some games that are not available on Game Pass or not available, uh, sorry, some yeah, that they're not available on Game Pass or PlayStation and so forth, right? And they are through Steam. This mm. this ends up become, uh, becoming that bridge, right? You don't have to lug around a laptop or a PC oh. with you if you are going to conferences or if you are traveling. So I can definitely see the appeal there. It's just, is this something that depends you... on how well the titles work, though? Like, a lot, most Steam games are very mouse and keyboard orientated, unless you have a controller. Then, how does using a controller to sign in to use yeah. that, right? So, if you're going to use that, I agree with you. Hmm. Now, maybe in the past, like, there was definitely that computer and console separation. It's but, it's more integrated now. It's been years since I used Steam, so. Oh, mm. <laughs> oh um, now like Steam, I think has its own uh, setups for um, like, like Gamepad controllers play? and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, you, you know what? You're right. And uh, I don't think there's any game worth the salt right now that even doesn't come that, with. Yeah, wouldn't any, be able to like hook up your. Uh, yeah, any control to support everything. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay. I mean, personally, like, I feel like for me, there's still that kind of separation of what is like a console game that you can f- do a couple of hours on and have like the visual stuff, like Elden Ring, like, or something like a big game like that. It's not really something I would want to play on the commute to work. That's something I'd like to enjoy on a TV at home. I agree with here. Yeah, sit down and take it in. Yeah. yeah. If I was going to do a portable game, like most of the time for portable games, I just use my phone anyway. Or I would just get a Switch. You know what? Phones do. Games on that. I do, do want to make a... 
yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan, because you 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 cut in and out. Oh my bad. It's like yeah, some and certain and certain phones are gonna play like like portable games and stuff. You can put it on your phone. Certain phones, depending on what type of phone you get, can be like eight hundred dollars and up and shit. Anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Well, even with Android, you'll get access to uh, to Game Pass, so you can have some of those games. But yeah, with Apple iPhone hasn't caught up just yet. No, you can get uh, you can get Game Pass on Apple. Have tried uh gaming on phones for like a bit mm. and touch screen was a bitch yeah. i haven't really done like any major titles on the phone i'll play like random yeah. you know app store games not this candy what's it called candy crush now i do want to say that yeah, for those like, of you yeah. both of you guys since you guys all mentioned elden ring and none of you guys are playing elden ring since you guys are <laughs> so in, involved you with how the game works yes <laughs> Um, I disagree with you. If in case I had uh, the device, portable device on me and I wanted to play Elden Ring, Elden Ring is not meant to be sitting down eight hour sessions and so forth. It's exploration. That could be two hours. That could be 30 minutes. You can set up goals and say, hey, I'm going to go and investigate that uh, tunnel today. And that's what I'm going to go and sit down and do. And you can easily do that. Didn't what, is yeah. it who said like oh you wind up going like oh I'm just gonna go do this and then wind up on like a two hour yeah, distracted a hundred percent a hundred percent but you don't have to do that you don't have to have that yeah. tangent of like if you are if you have goals that you want to accomplish like let's say if you're sitting down because I I do it all the time is like if I've come home and I have half an hour or, or an hour to sit down and go through Elden Ring. And I know that there's a t- uh, there's a dungeon that I unlocked that I have to go through. That would be what I want to do. Sit down, go through the dun- uh, dungeon. But yeah, like when you have a free session, it's great because then you have more time to explore. But if you didn't want to do that, you can always play it that way. That's how people played uh, Breath of the Wild. And, uh, and that was also on Nintendo. And also uh, for Elden Ring, they have like crafting and a lot of upgrading and stuff. You can just do that on the fly. It, exactly. So well, yesterday, because you're a very visual person, you like the graphics. You like the quality. I like gameplay. I'm be I like gameplay over, to, over graphics. Like, like, I'm, I'm story and gameplay. Game, gameplay, gameplay, and music. Those two. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Music. Yeah. Definitely music. So, would you rather hear the music through a pair of headphones on the train? <laughs> well, depending how quality it is. Or right? at home with the soundbar and the TV. Well, the way I've been playing Elden oh, Ring right now, I've been using. Soundbar, to be honest. Yeah, the, these headphones are a lot better, right? 3D audio. Mm. Just being a devil's advocate, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, there, there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of potential. I'm not buying it. I am not interested whatsoever in the uh, in uh, the Steam Deck. But if they nail it, if they if this works, especially with iCloud and so forth, I think this would be a fantastic way of improving our bandwidth speed when it comes to content. This means that internet speeds all across are going to be better. Your um, just the grid itself will end up being a lot a lot smoother the every single time when we look at a big technology push like netflix for video content all of a sudden internet speeds were a lot bit faster a lot better yeah. we, had to, we had to we had to get hd hd content and this yeah. is this is in the step in the right direction so who knows right we it might end up being in one one of those cases where everybody has a small little portable console that they're like you know just streaming games off of because it works yeah. 
Well, you so, can even say it now, like, this implementing, like, uh, internet in the subway system. Mm. I mean, it's slowly getting there. Like, the infrastructure is there, they just haven't fully set it up yet. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't yeah, around was... five, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember it was off the chain when, like, people discovered, like, wait a minute, there's Wi-Fi in the freaking subway? What, the, what is this? Yeah. You know, I've, uh, I've moved around. The... I've moved around and fixed Rohan's camera. Five times, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's never—he's never static. I can't, man. I can't. I'm like for her that way. I have to like. This is also the yeah. The for first her, do that. Of, uh... <laughs> yeah, this is also the first generation of Steam Deck, so it's mm. you know, yeah, that's true. It will get better from here, hopefully. But knowing that it can uh, like actually run as Windows does make it a lot more interesting. Mm. appealing. Yeah. Yeah. So right now is everything on this uh, Steam Deck. I keep on. I always keep wanting to say Stream Deck. <laughs> so everything on the Steam Deck right now is through is streamed. No, or you can download it. On- you, you okay, can. so it does use the onboard memory for yeah, like downloading oh, yeah. games. But fires the uh, the different versions, right? Uh, you mentioned those are sixty four gig and a two hundred fifty six gig and five five nineteen. 519, mm. 519. Oh, so there's no, uh, is there, oh, wait, okay, this one wanted to ask. So there's no option to like have like expand, like expandable storage, like internal, like expandable storage. It's just those set amounts. You can't like actually take it out and put in like a. I'm not sure. Program. I'm actually not sure. Yeah. I think the memory itself, because how small it is, is probably just built in. But yeah. I'm sure okay. you can probably add expandable memory in an SD form, but it's not going to be. Uh, on the same speeds as what you would expect, right? Like you're not yeah. going to be running an M2. I think it's going to be game gaming speeds. Yeah. If you use uh, the portable expandable storage, mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised Nintendo uses it mm-hmm. too. How does it feel using this the expandable storage on the? Oh, the PS5. Yeah. No, not PS5. The Nintendo. The yeah. Nintendo's uh, load times are atrocious. Oh. Absolutely atrocious. But on that note, as a PS5. Oh yeah, let's move on. Oh, I mean, come on. Since I do have eight more stories to go through, so we're gonna. This one just took that long, but and we don't have a lot of time, so we're gonna we're gonna start going through a lot of these stories together. Next one up was GTA 6. New rumors have dropped, and they mentioned um, that GTA 6 is going to take place over two separate time periods. Hmm. Don't know if in case it's going to be multiple characters this time around, but two separate time periods. They're looking at a modern-day version of Vice City. And on top of that, the best news that I can think of, uh, if, if it is real, is that it could launch as early as 2025 three years hmm. do they have they does rockstar usually give like a timetable like that or like or have they been just like usually just like oh by the way it's coming out the game that they've been working on uh after gta 5 was red dead 2 and that took roughly around five years 2018 i believe it came out 2019 so five years, 20, uh, 2013 uh, to, yeah, 
And now you're looking at five years after that's a 2023, 2024, 2025, around that time period would be GTA 6. I'm sure they've been working on it. I'm sure they, they have some sort of idea what they want to do. I don't know what kind of satire it would be because like, look at the world that's we're living in at the moment. But uh, having two separate time periods and seeing the growth of a city, that I don't think has been done, right? Like we've, like even having multiple characters drop in, drop out, that was something very unique that GTA was able to do on a PlayStation 3. Yeah, so I can't now, think of any other games that has like is it back and forth between time is, periods. Is it, Off the top uh, of my head, I can't. I, I can't. But, A lot of TV shows, but not, yeah. not games. Do you guys still feel GTA, GTA will have the same appeal after this long? A new Grand Theft Auto being launching is going to shatter all records and everything? Yeah, I can't if, see it. If, has there, ha, when they have they not, man? <laughs> they don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Depends on what they do. There's, there's nothing people really like about stealing cars. <laughs> That freaking Matrix, that Matrix freaking uh, demo, right? Like, if they could do that kind of thing, and it's not even like them that's doing it, right? Just shows you like just how deep this stuff can actually go, like what you could actually do with graphics and like the overworld, right? Like, it's damn. Like you said, we mentioned like, oh, I think then uh, we said like, oh, like TV shows have jumped between time periods, right? TV shows. I guess that's what they're going for. They're trying to just like hell it's it's a tv show now right and then you're just playing it they know that money is coming from online so they're gonna go balls to the wall make an amazing story if people is gonna play the story and then switch back onto online again like mm -hmm. it would get them Wait, sales for the actual product, but then everyone's just gonna jump back to online again, or they make a GTA a, a new online game and scrap the old one. But but and everyone try and get their player base to jump onto GTA Six online instead of GTA Five online. But but a lot but people love the GTA stories. I mean, like oh yeah, cool. like. They're great, but their money is not coming exactly. from the stories anymore. Exactly. I don't know. And everything's know. done by money. Like, I wish, I really, really, really hope that the story is going to be amazing. And they do DLCs and everything else, but chances are, like, I don't know. Is it going to be of the same caliber at what they yeah. have to make it as engaging and sandboxy-ish that they have to make mm -hmm. it before because they didn't have their moneymaker, which was Grand Theft Auto okay. Online? Okay. Okay, but would the online portion be as good if the actual story and the actual gameplay of like the GTA wasn't actually there? Would people even care Does to actually play online? That with yeah, odd. Yeah, like the card games are okay. They're nothing, not blockbuster. Yeah, but that's card though. stories. Yeah, but their money now is coming from Warzone. Yeah, so the last few games that they've had, the no. they're okay. The story play, but like. No, but like that's but that's card though, right? Like how card plays is different from like that's a first person shooter. This is actual like for the most yeah. part of its history was a story driven based gameplay type of Are you like, are you suggesting that people would not play Grand Theft Auto if the story was not as good? Or are you suggesting people play Grand Theft Auto because people like stealing cars? So, hmm. 
Hmm. Theo, Theo just said it too. Theo's like, people just like stealing cards. Like, that's true. A lot of times, like, They'll the way just do I. That online. Yeah, we. Well, no, I'm saying that's Grand Theft Auto's appeal, right? Like the reason why you liked Grand Theft Auto was because you could do anything you wanted. It's it's a sandbox, right? Yeah. Like, and San Andreas really took that to the next level with you working out. That means you're going to get bulkier, things like that, right? Like they always have made sure like whatever you want to do, you can end up doing it without paying attention to the story at all. Story just used to be yeah. the added um, um, extra layer, right? Of quality. Now, question is do they need to go balls to the wall with the story as much as they did with grand theft auto 5 and 4 still sell as much maybe not because online is what's selling it with red dead the red dead story is amazing but they're online online i don't know how their online is going like i know there were some issues with it at the beginning and everyone kind of turned off by it but like the in-game economy on red dead was atrocious okay would they would you do you think that uh rockstar would want to run the risk of like having like if they had to choose between like having a, a subpar story or what they think would be a subpar story but they know in the overall gameplay and the sandboxy aspect of their game to push the, the online portion of it right and like decide between the two um i'm not quite sure they would i think there's still like a game developer who still cares about that aspect of their game development to want to actually go balls to the wall and just be just that good. Why not? They have the money to do it. 100%. What I could definitely see them doing is uh, like how they did with GTA 5. Like the big thing back then was being able to switch characters in time periods. Yeah. I feel like they're just going to do something similar like that. Like who knows what it's going to be, but like, They'll implement some kind of game mechanic that is like revolutionary, mm-hmm. and that'll be the thing. Mm-hmm. The story will be like okay. The online will be like fully flushed, ready to go. Like that's where all their money is gonna come from. Mm-hmm. The story will be like good, but nothing amazing. But there'll be something in the story play where it's like a new game mechanic or something that other games can. So do. here's the thing, Rohan, you tell me which emotion do you think is the most powerful, powerful emotion that people feel in terms of in what aspect, like in video games, just, just in like general, people. like, what do you think it starts with an N you and I discuss this a lot of times. <laughs> Nostalgia. Well, like my, 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 yeah, that's my favorite yeah, emotion. Exactly. So nostalgia. Especially in this day and, and age. It, it nostalgia sells on the really, rise. Everyone Vice wants City, something comforting. Them picking Vice City and you can travel <laughs> between different yeah, times. I mean, that sounds fucking appealing as shit, right? As long as we can play back in the 80s where the original Vice City <laughs> took place and then jump to current times and have the story overlapping, that would be pretty cool. Right? All of that is like in a single game where you jump between times. It's not like a different one game is in the 80s, second game is in the... No, no, it's from the rumor, it seems like it's going to be one cohesive story and you can jump between timelines. Well, I can think of a couple games that have done that. On the fly? uh, Not like Final Fantasy XII, Final Fantasy XIII too. I'm talking about on the fly. um, Ocarina of Time, I think. Ocarina. Ocarina of Time, you could do it. Back and oh, forth, switch through. That is absolutely true. 
Yes, but but it's not a huge multi massive sandbox. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it was pretty revolutionary for the time, 100%. Yeah, Chrono Trigger and thing in front of cross in a sense as well, but no, that one that one had uh points that you yeah, had to do with that. yeah, exactly. Oh, so, so popular. on that on that on that note, <laughs> let's move on to the next story. PlayStation oh, VR two. Why did you start? PSVR guys. Okay, PSVR two. Rumor has it that it's going to be launching this year, and every evidence is pointing towards that. And it's actually was on GDC floor uh, that recently occurred. The specs themselves, 4K HDR, 2000 to 2040 per eye, 110 degrees um, um, FOV, so like your uh, visual itself. Refresh Refresh rate 90 to 120 hertz. Flexible scaling resolution concentrates to uh, render the area itself, so which means if you're looking at one area, that area will render. The rest, uh, the computing doesn't have to be used. Eye tracking, haptic feedbacks, OLED screen, and one cable to connect to your PlayStation 5. One cable? One cable. Whoa. That cable's going to be expensive. <laughs> what what are your what are your thoughts on playstation vr they don't they don't have uh prices right now right no i'm assuming it's going to be about 500 dollars. it's going to be probably the same price as our ps5 so 600 dollars. Mm-hmm. so five to six hundred canadian right is this something that uh that intrigues you guys is this something you guys want to do i want to i want to see the games first but i think that might be my first uh from what you're explaining out right now that might be my first vr set that would uh I would actually try to get. I haven't but seen the games. Yeah. I think we'd have to be any, the games first. Yeah, I haven't seen any next gen games coming out. They're made for VR yet. I know there's a lot in the PS4 catalog that are VR, but I haven't seen or heard any news that all oh, this next gen game, next next this next gen game is going to be VR as well as. Okay. Oh, oh, oh question for you. Interesting that, to see what the titles, unless they adapt other games to be vr like spider-man in vr would be pretty cool but i don't know if they do that there's a there's there's a ground up game coming out for playstation vr uh, probably playstation vr 2 that's on horizon okay okay ground up okay see here's here's the thing right Uh, daniel mentioned this is like uh games that could be ported over to being vr compatible or like your functionality would you prefer like i think i would rather be ground up yeah, ground would, up. Like, like how? How? Give me Alex, something like Half Half Alex. Alex, Alex it's, it's there. Yes, <laughs> it's there. It's there. Like, it, it's it's possible to have that kind of experience. So long as it's ground up. If it's not, Just I'm do not it. confident in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, That's if the they thing. put backwards compatibility for the previous generation of VR games that they have, then. Maybe. Yes, yes. So that is what they were what we been saying. But like, yes, private PSVR two demos have been reportedly taking place in GDC, and the reception is extremely positive. It's very comfortable to, uh, to wear. It's um, one of the best headsets, and the first title that will be available on PlayStation VR two is called Horizon: Call of the Mountain by Gorilla Games. So. 
Sony's putting in money behind it, guys. Okay, I'm tempted now. All right. Me too. I am very, yeah, very yeah. tempted to... Uh, Last if- of Us on the Yabby. Pretty good. Oh, so oh, ground up, ground up experience? Dude, yes, oh, I'm man. in. <laughs> what game? The Last, Last of, of Us. Oh. But speaking of Last I mean, of Us, they remaking it. Speaking of the Last game? of Us, oh, yes, the the uh, the first game. Um, HBO's. Uh, there's a few the the TV show. There's a few leaks that occurred, and you can and you can see Henry and Sam. Oh, I saw I saw uh, some shooting. Uh, they were doing some shooting in Calgary. The, Calgary, yeah, they're like about to go into a building and stuff. Yes, right? yeah. Yes, it is. It is real, guys. I've actually well. sent uh, the link in the Discord group, chat group, so you guys can have a look. But uh, but yeah. yeah, even if you pull up like the Wikipedia page for the the, sh- the show, they got some like set photos that people took, and it's like it's like exactly like the game. It's insane! Like, it's insane! The police how car much? in front of the the plant covered building. It looks exactly like the mm-hmm. game. And I was like, oh, this is so good. Super excited. Super excited. Very, very excited for the show. And since it's a Sony project, my might as well go into Project Spartacus. Any of you guys know what Project Spartacus is? I'll refresh this, please. Okay. Project Spartacus is supposed to be Sony's take on Game Pass. It's reportedly coming out this week. Hmm. Different tier system that they're going to have. Yeah. So there's going to be different tier systems. Tier one is going to be existing PlayStation Plus benefits, what you get. Tier two is going to be a larger catalog of PlayStation 4 games. And eventually they're going to add PlayStation 5 games to it. But tier three is the one that seems the one they're really pushing for. It's extended. uh, So you get obviously PlayStation Plus benefits. You get your larger catalog of PS4 games and PS5 games. They're merging PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus kind of together. But Tier 3 gives you extended demos, game streaming, and a library of PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and PSP games. Hmm. Yes, we are are trying to step up against uh, uh, Microsoft's uh, Game Pass. Well, it's been a long time coming. This, yep. So. Three tiers. Uh, chances are will probably be called Gold, Platinum, and Ultimate. So PlayStation Plus Ultimate or PlayStation Plus Gold or PlayStation Plus Platinum. Is this something that interests you guys at all? Because I know how much yeah. we've discussed Game Pass. I, I as long as it's not... to use it. Sorry, go ahead, Thea. Do you have to have a PlayStation to use it? Yes. There. As long as it's not an extra thing on top of PlayStation Plus. So PlayStation Plus More will be changing, than... right? So like, let's say if you pay... So it will be changing into this? Yeah, so you either guess, let's say if you have already PlayStation Plus uh, and you're subscribing for a year, it's going yeah. to be PlayStation Plus Gold membership that you have, which would be 60 bucks a year versus Ultimate, mm-hmm. which would be 20 bucks a month. And if you sign up, you get like mm-hmm. one month free or something, similar to like what Game Pass has. Yeah, and game streaming. Here's the thing: the game streaming part is very interesting. There's no way Sony is releasing day and date their big titles. Imagine God of Rock, uh, God of War, Ragnarok. 
God of War Rock, God of War Ragnarok, being day day one on uh, PlayStation Plus. Imagine that. I don't think they will be doing this. Yeah. If they did, would that be the actual thing? That might be the actual thing that tips people over to actually getting it then at that point. I mean, I got tier three. I'm going to test it out, see see if it's worth it or not, because I'm very curious to see what their PlayStation 1, 2, 3 libraries are. There's mm-hmm. this one specific game that I want to play for PlayStation 3, and I have not been able to find it anywhere, um, unless if I actually go and buy a PS3. It's Tales of Zillia 2. And that game is not available on PlayStation now. I've checked it multiple times. I've subscribed multiple times, and I have not been able to find it. So if there are specific games for PS3 that like maybe I didn't play before or I want to go back and revisit, but like there's so many high-ranking games that came out on PlayStation 4 as remasters. So I I really wonder how big your catalog is going to be. Yeah. Like there's a few previous gen games that i have for xbox 360 that i'd like to see that they were on both but i'd like to see on a backwards like i haven't found them on game pass like the two games i'm thinking of is uh the original red dead and Mm. uh, gta 4 so i have both of those on disc but i've already packed up the 360 i'm using the the series s now but Mm. i'd like to have those games play somewhere like they're not on game pass maybe sony have the rights to them or somehow Mm. has them but that's the problem i found with ps5 is there's not too much backwards compatibility compared to xbox no but xbox you can stick a 360 disc in and you're good to go but game preservation on playstation is not is almost as bad as nintendo like microsoft (laughs) is like kings I thought they said originally for PS5 that uh, it would run most PS4 games. It does run more oh, PS4 does. games. But I don't have those discs yeah. for PS4. They're just Xbox. But Unless I can find. But even then, trying to find PS4 discs now, it, or even just the 360 <laughs> games. Going to GameStop and asking for 360 games, they're like... They'll laugh you out. What? They're like, oh, we... We don't have them on the shelves anymore. We have this binder of a list and just go through the list and we'll go get it out the back and it comes in. doesn't even come in a case. It comes in a little paper envelope. And that was three years ago. Who knows? They might Amazon, not even have them eBay, Amazon and eBay. eBay yeah, yes, that's, that's where you got to look for them now. That's, that's what you have to go through. But, uh, but yes, um, rumor has it, $14.99 is what uh, Xbox Game Pass is on a monthly basis and uh, PlayStation Project Spartacus or PlayStation Plus ultimate tier is going to be $16. So they're definitely charging a premium, but you will be able to try out game trials or their first party. So if it's something like this, like I can try um, Horizon, the, the Forbidden West, uh, West right? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a new one. Mm-hmm. If I can try that uh, game trial, and my progress carries over, if I decide to purchase it, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very tempted, but uh, I'm gonna try it out anyways because somebody has to in our well. group, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a shot, see how it goes. But I am very, very, very intrigued. If it actually comes out next next week, as what the rumors are, there's gonna be uh, a blog post or an e um, state of play. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, then we'll see from there. 
But on that note, since we are discussing Sony, <laughs> Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, Theo. <laughs> Let's quickly touch base on this game. Since Rohan and Daniel probably don't know much about this game, did you try any other demos? On the PlayStation 4 one. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, no. No, right? No. So no. for for you two, it's it's a take uh Team Ninja, the ones I used to do uh Ninja Gaiden. Ooh. And Devil May Cry, yeah. DMC. So and, no, and no, Nero. that was a different team. DMC was um Capcom. Ninja Capcom. Theory. That was Ninja Theory. Sorry. Team Ninja is not the yeah, that was Ninja Theory. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're absolutely right, Nero. Oh, you mean that DMC? Oh. Uh, oh yeah yeah i'm not talking about okay. yeah so uh um, the ones that i like yeah no 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 not the actual <laughs> devil may cry <laughs> series um so their take on you guys heard of the newer games right rohan yeah, the samurai yeah, ones yeah yeah i played that a little bit yeah so it's imagine that yeah. taking place in a final fantasy world with really horrible dialogue like there's this one dialogue where the guys uh, they're like, "What are you going to do?" He's like, "I'm going to go find chaos," but chaos isn't here. Oh no! You there's show me awkward pause. No, no, no! This part I haven't shown you. There's an awkward pause, and this man turns on some music that sounds like Limbiscuit, and he walks out. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" There's another part where the uh, one of the enemy, uh, one of the major bosses. I mean, it was worth it just to experience that shit. Well, hundred percent, not at the at the price of ninety ninety fucking dollars. But uh, there's another scene where this monster's like, "You have awakened me from my eternal slumber. My name is," and he's licked from like uh, or the original Final Fantasy, and as he, my name is, and he he goes, "I don't give a fuck whatever your name is," and he just punches him. I'm like, <laughs> "All right." This is, this is just some like cringeworthy old school mm. it's memeing it up maybe it's actually just meant to be like a meme meme-tastic kind of game Final Fantasy type, 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 so, or near type of game 72% on, on Meta, uh, Metacritic 62, uh, 6.2 user score everyone's been saying the game's fun to play but it doesn't really feel like a final fantasy which i don't know why they would think it would feel like a final fantasy even though it says in the title but like there's so many demos that were released right and on uh, open critic 56 percent of the critics recommended 73 it's a fair score is this something the highest run a uh, score being eight out of ten is this something um theo that you would want to purchase on sale. <laughs> I don't even like the demo that much, to be honest. <laughs> it just like for uh, especially after playing Neo and like you see it kind of mesh some elements of Neo and some elements of uh, Final Fantasy fifteen, and the entire thing just felt messy. I completely I like agree. Gameplay. I completely agree with you. Like, do you feel does it like feels like it's unfinished, like unpolished kind of thing, or just at its core, just not? No, unfinished really? and unpolished. Uh, it feels like that. Yes, unpolished, one hundred percent. But unfinished, I wouldn't say it. They had a vision, and their vision is their vision for me is not worth ninety dollars. <laughs> Let's just say that. Fair enough. Yeah. 
And uh, Steph, uh, Angie's friend, she bought it. And she was texting me about it. And I don't know why she spent full price on it. <laughs> and she's just like, she's like, oh, no, this was this. This was not worth it. This was not worth it. Like It felt like it's somebody put Vaseline on my TV and I was trying to watch, watch uh, these graphics through there. And it's it, it's. It does. It's not, not a good-looking game at all. It plays cool, but I don't think it's it's worth it. But I'm, I, I see, I see where you stand, Theo. I, I agree with you on that. And going to Tiny Tina's Wonderland now. In terms of reviews, are not. And I, I just want to say one more thing about that. So the thing with the chaos and stuff, I remember watching the trailers and thinking, oh, they just it's just bad cutting, right? Like, they're just memeing themselves, right? And then you actually play the demo and you see the conversation. They really do say chaos that many times. Yeah, yeah it's bad. <laughs> I'm going to get chaos, chaos, yeah. chaos, chaos. Tiny Tina's Wonderland, sir. Like I said, man, I'm just literally just starting it. From, yeah. From, from what I'm playing so far, right? I, so you- I'm liking it, bro. I'm in the overworld. Give me an elevator pitch of this game. I can't. I literally can't, bro. I've you... played like literally maybe uh, an hour and a half. Man, I can't I can't like pitch you this. Okay, I'll hold on. I'll be, be pitching you what I played from like um uh, Borderlands 3 and stuff because it's most similar to that. I don't know if you've actually played Borderlands. You play some of the other Borderlands games, right? Nope. But uh, hmm? nope. You're oh. the only one. Yeah. That's a that's yeah. a Rohan game. So you yeah. you bought the game for a reason, correct? Because you like Borderlands. Yeah. Okay. So what is this game about? Well, okay. So since you don't know that much about the Borderlands series, so you don't know Tiny Tina. I know actual. who Tiny Tina is. Okay, fine. So she, uh, so it's kind of like if you take a first person, um, uh, what's it called, a service, uh, a looter shooter type of game, and placed it in a Dungeons and Dragons type of overworld type of thing. So Tiny Tina is the uh, is the dungeon master, mm-hmm. right? And she placed, and you are the um, the fate maker, the the main protagonist, obviously, and. Uh, Instead of like just you are always in the first person, and then if you want to let's say visit a different world, right? Because like Borderlands works is like oh you go to this world and then you accomplish some missions and then gives you access to another world. Instead of that, you are in one world and the uh, the sub and the other maps that you visit is in that one world, mm. and you travel to those to these different uh, these different maps. Through the uh, to through the overall that Tiny Tina has set up, right? The dungeon master type of like, like roll the dice and then like, oh, you can go here, you go there. Type so of thing. is it uh, is it more of an expansion or is it more of a? It's a standalone. But is it a standalone ten hour experience or is it a standalone full game? I told you, like. No, okay. It's a, it's like a full game. It, it is a full game, and like there's um, uh, there's end game t- content, okay. right? Like uh, there's like um. So it's not a caching. It's not. It's not a caching. It's like a DLC. It's a full standalone game. game. 
with a fleshed out with his own end game and everything else like that, right? I haven't gotten close to that yet. No, right? no, that that's yeah. no, of course. You play only play for an hour and a half, but there you go, guys. Elevator pitch. Ryan didn't know how to do it, but he right. saw the right. <laughs> for the if you like NPS complete the game and the end game. Right? Which would never happen. But <laughs> no, for uh anyone that's played Borderlands, like any of the series, will will love I I have no reason to think that they wouldn't love this game, man. For or for how it plays and the uh, and how how unique it is, right? Like, uh, it's like say something like very simple, like uh, grenades, yeah. right? Everyone's used grenades, right? Instead of grenades, you have spells mm. that regenerate, right? And then like the, the types of spells that you could have are just like crazy different types of uh, spells. You could have mm. meteors, you could have like ice spells, you could have like freaking spells that like lift enemies like uh psychic spells and shit like that man like oh, yeah, crazy. this is this is a rohan like full <laughs> rohan type of game yeah man like uh mm. it's rpg elements you could like craft your character like okay so you could also like um customize your character in like really really crazy different ways i didn't realize just how much customization your character has um in my stream, I realized just how deep the actual character customization was. And like, I literally had to pry myself out of it. You guys didn't actually watch the stream, but I actually was like, oh, whoa, you could actually get that deep between like, like determining how close men's eyes are and like what position of the lips and like the ears. It could have, I was like, no, no, we have to get out of this. We are going to well, be- you tell you, I did, I did this. I, I did this once with Rohan with, uh, with Dark Souls. Character creation. It took a, an hour and forty-eight minutes. No, we were stuck hour there. and forty-eight minutes. And you know what he did? And you know what he did? When the game started, he wore a helmet. <laughs> yeah, <I remember> <laughs> hour and forty-eight minutes to change his fucking face, and this man put on a helmet the first ten minutes. And I literally, I looked at him. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Now that I think about it, I never did see his actual face in Dark Souls. Yes, there was always a helmet. Exactly. This is why he hasn't done much of the game yet, and he can't tell us what he's about. He hasn't left the character menu yet. No, no, but like, it's deep. That's the right. You like the game is very very deep and you can extract a lot of value out of it and like i extract a lot of value out of while playing um uh, borderlands 3 i'm sure i'm very expecting that extract a lot of gameplay and a lot of like uh, replayability out of this as well so yeah speaking of deep and getting a lot of out of the story there is a uh, small game that you may have heard of called last of us uh, <laughs> <laughs> that game a small indie game that's yeah. a small indie game also, also has so feared on it. Okay, it's no sell for Rohan. When can we expect you, sir, to actually beat that game? Since you have, since you have, emotionally exhausting, man. The game is so emotionally exhausting. I have to take breaks out of that freaking thing. But like, when I do, when I do play it right, I I like to take. Uh, taking sessions, you know, like good long sessions. That's how I feel that I need to actually to enjoy that type of game. I have to like sit down and play hours of it. Yeah, I so he's not gonna play Last of Us Part Two then, <laughs> because if he's struggling this much with Last of Us Part One, 
guys like, yeah, last even of us, i had to do last of us too like i had to be in the, like I, I get what you mean like yeah for me anyway i had to be in the right mood because the story yes. is just so deep it's not something you can just like casually play it's like okay man, last of us i'm gonna like have my heart broken i'm gonna have like impactful story okay like i'm in the zone i'm ready he is not gonna honest. get to that point with last of us part two so let so when can we expect last of us part one because you... Yeah, what, one thing I can really... September. September? No. No. The thing is me, like, I could literally, like, I don't want to just, like, like give grand, like, proclamations and stuff like that, even though I kind of do that sometimes. No, this, like, this type of game, like, I could see myself one time just being, like, sit down and, like, finish, like, the rest of the game in one sitting, right, on a weekend. Like it's I can, random. Like I can that. imagine. I can imagine being in Japan for our honeymoon, and then he's. I get a text message, <laughs> and it cost me like three dollars and forty eight cents, and it's worth it because I it says it. <laughs> it's just a tech. It's just a picture of the trophy when you beat <laughs> Last of Us, and it's by Rohan. <laughs> And that, I, I said September it, and you laughed. This, you're thinking 2023, 2024. Oh, oh, 2023. Hands down. I don't. I, I think he's he's gonna take about a year before before Ryan does. I, I experience, guys. Experience. Ryan's Wait, my boy. I know, one or two? No, one, not two. What? Two. I don't think. Oof. Two is gonna take time. If one is this hard on him, two is gonna take some time. So the only saving grace. Thing it is, man. The only <laughs> saving grace is going to be when the sh before the show comes out. Yeah. He's like, I gotta finish the game because I want to watch the show. <laughs> or he'll watch the show and go, okay, I have to go play finish the game now. So oh, that, before, yeah. before the finale gets no, there, no. I need to finish the show. So you say September, I say 2023. What about you, uh, Theo? Wow, new bets. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, sorry, yeah. when's the show coming out? Yeah. Next year. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, right, not September. Hey, you can't do that now, eh? We, we well, were locking in about the show. I'm going to say he's going to finish the game before the season finale of the show. Wow. Oh. That, so the that's show. Because he'll be watching the show and he'll be like, I need to catch up real quick before so we're talking gets spoiled for me. We're talking late 2023, early 2024. Okay, what about you? Yeah. Yeah, 2023. 2023. I stand by it. Wow. Okay. I will say hopefully yeah, by my birthday right. in 2023. Because <laughs> 2022 didn't work. So I won that bet. This, <laughs> this show is not going to be something where it's like, oh, I'll watch the episode a week from now. It's, it's going to be like Game of Thrones where it's like well, the you have to it comes it up, it you're comes in front yeah. of the TV and yeah. you're watching it. You're finding Absolutely. a stream somewhere. You subscribe to HBO Plus. Or yeah, like yeah, that. You know, you're, like, you're ready to go. It's not going to be. Uh, oh yeah, the episode came out uh, Friday. Yeah, I'll watch it on uh, Monday. Yeah, you know, no, it's not going to be. It's going to be watch the moment it's up kind of show. That's actually Which why I think he's going to do it before the finale. Because he's not going to he, He's going to have major FOMO, and he's going to be like, "No, I'm missing out. I need to. I need to know what's going to happen." We'll sit here enjoying the story because we know it. One thing I will let you know that Rohan does not experience FOMO. 
the way no. you think he does. He does not give a flying fuck. If he if he cared about FOMO, he would have finished Last of Us how long ago? He does not care, bro. He that's why these bets are the best. Because Endwalker, <laughs> we're winning that one. Last of Us, we're winning that one. Because right now it's Tiny Tina's Wonderland, then it's gonna be something else, and then back to Lost Ark. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Wait, I think what's going to happen Let me just check this with him first Who had how much of your grinding And farming and Borderlands 3 Are you finished Actually most of it man I don't, I don't think I'm actually going back to actual Borderlands 3 Yeah Oh so I thought you were actually If he's moving on To another game that game needs to take That entire portion Of his life guys so this is Tiny <laughs> Tina Wonderland right now, and then Lost Ark. And then one's going to be like, okay, what have I missed? Let's finish Last of Us. God of War is like 2025. <laughs> Horizon is like 2024. Dude. So it's going to be a while. Constantly have stream of content. He's always going to have something. And Last of Us, he will finish. I bet you, uh, that I can guarantee you. He will finish Last of Us. I know him Just far too well. He's my boy. But when it comes to Last of Us Part 2, that I think we're going to be on PlayStation 6. But yeah. <laughs> that, or the pro version. Remake on PlayStation 6, Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. There'll be 20k TVs up by then. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, guys. <laughs> there won't be a TV. It'll be a full immersive VR experience when you watch something. <laughs> right, digged right in. But go ahead. It'll be an actual zombie apocalypse. Uh, hopefully you not. Get to lift <laughs> Here's us being like hard. It feels like now the world will be end by the time. Matrix style. That, Matrix, ex- exactly right. But before we end, guys, for the, today's podcast, there's a very fun little thing that I wanted to mention to you guys that I found hilarious. So, on Rotten Tomatoes, the Batman 2022 version, currently audience score is sitting at a glorious 88%. This is the Batman. Amazing, right? And then, however, you look at Uncharted 2020, it's 90. It's it's beating the Batman. It's 90. Okay, wait, wait. Is that critics or is that like audience score? Okay, okay, I can see why. I could, I have a, I I don't have like a full fleshed out theory, but I can see why. Uncharted is just pure, like, movie going, yeah, being fun. That's that's even as fun as the older adventure movies, though. You have not seen it. You should see it. (laughs) You should see it because that we had we had a blast. (laughs) We had a blast. It was was actually a lot of fun. But uh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I thought it would be close. I wouldn't. I I wouldn't think that Uncharted would be beating the Batman. It's getting a sequel. Definitely. Maybe it's just three hours is just too much for some people. Because I asked my sister the same thing yesterday. They were over and I asked her. I'm like, she's like, oh, did you watch the Batman? I'm like, yeah. She's like, what you think? I'm like, oh, it was great. She's like, yeah, I'm I'm interested, but oof, three hours. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Right I didn't like that though. I, 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 I didn't think I didn't think it was uh the like I I thought it was shorter. Like yeah. I, didn't, I didn't feel. I, didn't feel. I like, was aware I, that it was a long movie. No, just not that long. I, I no, 
I did feel oh, the three I, hours. I, I just, hours I just, I felt the three hours. No, no, no. Because even the reviews too, I mentioned it. There's about 10, 15 minutes that you can shave off. The very last portion of when uh, his followers are attacking the mayor and stuff, I was like, come on, man. Yeah, and the portion, jump and him yeah. falling yeah. down. <laughs> like there was a few parts. I was like, come on, bro. What difference does this make? <laughs> you got up and you walked people out. Why? Why the slow? What are the... Uh... What are the critic uh, scores like? For both of 40, those? 41 for Uncharted. 41%. <laughs> shit, hey, shit on that thing. And uh, the Batman is currently sitting at 85. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this will be, uh, this, this, is, <laughs> this is quite interesting. I, I just I, wanted I, to make I, sure. I, I appreciated the Uncharted for it's just pure movie going fun experience yeah, right yeah. the video game movie fun it was just, actually good. Yeah. It was just yeah. actually pretty good pretty damn good it's not meant to be in-depth story yeah yeah which is really a welcome reprieve right from all the seriousness people have experiencing right i could yeah. see people just wanted to straight up escape yeah. and uh uncharted was a bit of an escape and it, action it, comedies do well these it, days it was it was great like it, for what it was it was it was actually great um, but yes, with that said, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. It was it was a blast. We there's a ton tons of topic that w we went through. <laughs> Steam Deck being the longest somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought we were it was a contentious issue. Yes, I really really thought we were diving more deeper in, into the PlayStation tiers or uh, the PlayStation VR was the one that I uh, honestly thought would be the longest. But uh, yeah, Steam Deck, a lot of good conversation. But um, hub thank you to everybody else that, that that's been watching our podcast thank you so much for joining us as well be sure to like comment share and subscribe to our channel we are available on every single podcast service around the globe i'm talking apple i'm talking google spotify you name it we are there we also have a patreon if you would like to support us and build our community of course you're more than welcome to join there's uh going to be exclusive content for members as well and a little bit of a housekeeping before we go. Jo uh, don't forget to join us with uh, with a couple of streams we are doing next week. Alden Ring being the first one on Wednesday. But thank you guys once again. Hope you guys have a great day. With that said, send you guys nothing but goodbyes from your friends at Cast Five. Ciao. See you guys later.